My name is Rachel Peru and I'm a 50-year-old grey-haired curve model and I'm going to be your host for the Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career age 46 modelling and on social media I found so many women, inspiring and amazing women over 40 who were really embracing their midlife and helping to break down the stereotypical barriers. I really wanted to share these stories with you, so let's celebrate and firmly place a spotlight on women over 40. My weekly reminder that you are not invisible and it's never too late to try something new. So welcome back to another week of Out of the Ball podcast. My name is Rachel Peru and I have another inspiring guest to share with you this week. Thank you so much for all your kind feedback that I've received recently about the new podcast series. I have got such an amazing lineup of inspiring women to share with you all and I just hope and know that their, their stories will be able to inspire and help motivate others. And that's no exception with today's guest. So today I'm going to be talking to life coach Amy Rowlinson. Amy has a fantastic po- podcast called Focus On Why. And that says it all really, you know, Amy is helping find people find their clarity and to understand what their why is. And after all that, the why is at the heart of everything that we do in life. So I'm really looking forward to finding out from Amy about how she found her why and what it looks like and what it means to her and how we can all take those steps to find our own why. So grab a coffee, sit back and relax, enjoy. So welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Rachel. It's an absolute delight to be here. It's yet another connection that I've made through social media and through networking um, on Facebook. Um, I'm a huge advocate for women reaching out to other people and connecting. So thank you so much. It's great to be able to virtually meet at last. I know. It's, it, I feel like I just, I've met an entire world of people in the last year. And yet, you know, if I pass them in the street, I'm not sure I would recognise them without a little name tag on their bottom left-hand corner. Absolutely. And, and it, I must admit, it has been interesting because although there's been obviously lots of negatives during this last year, the amount of people that I have new connections that I've made um, that have really enhanced everything that I'm doing in my life has just been fantastic this year. Do you feel the same? Yeah, I, I, there's been so many people that I would never have met if I if we hadn't have had the pandemic, and I wouldn't have connected with in in the way that I have, especially on on the podcast on focus on why, because I, I was able to reach out to people globally and have them on the show without having to travel and meet them, such as t- Tokyo and the sort of United States and well, all over. To be fair, it's been it's been incredible. So there's got to be some upsides to the pandemic. Absolutely. So for anybody that doesn't know anything about you, Amy, how do you introduce yourself to people? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, obviously, my name so Amy Rowlandson, and a lot of people get that wrong. So it's always nice to sort of say Rowlandson as opposed to the Rawlinson or the Rowlandsons. <laughs> but no, Amy Rowlandson is me. And I am a life purpose coach. And that came about as a, as a desire to find out more about what I needed to do or what I wanted to do in my own life and how I could manifest that. I'm sure we're going to talk about a little bit about my journey, but I am focusing now on helping others, coaching them to help them with their purpose, but also with other things such as property portfolio building and also podcasting. So those three things are actually really intertwined for me and due to the sort of last five years of what I've been focusing on. I mean, where do we start with that? I suppose we start back at the, you know, the fact that you, you know, you have got this, um, 
background in property, property development and the, the property world. So how do you take those steps from, from doing that? And so you had a, a really successful award-winning podcast. Was it Get Vaults? Uh, uh, prop- yeah, Property, property Vaults. Vaults, yeah. yeah. Um, to doing what you're doing now, because it's kind of incorporating lots of different things along the way, hasn't it? Yeah, so what happened was I was working for a startup company. I'd gone back to work after having a long period out of raising children. And I went back to work for a company for uh, on and off for a couple of years. I took a little small sabbatical out in between to help my son get through his 11 plus. And when I went back after that sort of a few months of relaunching their business, rebranding it, the Brexit came, the decision for Brexit came, I should clarify. So we're going back to 23rd of June, 2016. And as many companies found that there was a lot of uncertainty, what's going to happen? How is this going to work for the business? And there were conversations in our business arose as well. And one of the conversations were maybe we could reduce some of the hours for some of the staff, some of the people. And they asked me if I could, if I could reduce my hours. And it came at a really good timing because I was thinking of stepping back out of, from that company anyway and wanting to do a refurbishment on a property I already had. I'd been an accidental landlord at that point for almost a decade and I wanted to do some refurbishment and bring it up to, to speed on that particular rental property. So it timings worked. But what happened then is I realized through education, again, it was an accidental advert that I saw in the Metro for a two hour seminar. I went to that seminar, it turned into a three day course, turned into a two year course. And I realized that I could actually build a portfolio of property with the resources that I already had but I just didn't know that that was what I could do. So I spent a huge amount of time, three years to be precise, building that portfolio to allow my husband to retire. And that's what he did. So three years and three days later from that moment that I went on that first course to, to, to this, that date of 30th of September, 2019, I knew that that was what was gonna happen. And on the 3rd of October, yes, he retired. And he's now taken over quite a lot of the daily running of that particular portfolio, which allows me to spend a huge amount of time on what I really love doing. I I enjoy property. I love the transformation, but the daily runnings of it is not necessarily my favorite thing in life. So now I spend my time around podcasting and coaching, which I absolutely love. So the property has led into the podcasting. I had a, a property podcast with a previous business. And now I have the purpose is, is the sort of purpose is leading my whole life, having sort of understood through understanding personal development, just how much change that can have an effect on you. And that just shows you the power of curiosity, because without you going and taking that, that first two hour seminar, then, you know, and being curious about that, it's just had a massive knock on effect. Have you always been curious in life or has that something that's developed as you got older? I have been curious and I I guess that that whole why question you know when I when you're younger you know why 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 does this work why does that work what's what's all this about Uh, yeah I've always been curious and I've always refused to set that no wasn't or something wasn't possible I was always refused that no for an answer it's like no I need to find out a bit more I need to really dig in and I'm a massive reader I think that's that's probably 
led or fueled my curiosity in life is just to understand how things work to to, to understand more about me to understand more about humanity so i i'm constantly reading i have about five or six in fact i've probably got about 12 different books scattered around me where i pick up different ones all the time i do have a bit of a butterfly mind so i'm always here there and everywhere I can relate to that one too, Amy. I, I'm a massive reader, but I, I do have little piles of certain times of the day or the week. I will go back and go and, uh, but I'm fairly new to the self-development arena and it is something that I'm massively into now and I've learned so much about myself already. What do you think it is though? Because I think quite a lot of women are scared of going down the self-development route because they don't really know where to start. How can we encourage people to take those steps to, to begin this journey of finding out their why? Yeah, it's not necessarily scared of what of, of where to start. It's more what, what will happen when they actually find the answers that they, they've been looking for. You know, what then? It's that whole reinvention. And, and I can only say embrace it because it's just incredible. I, I just can't describe how amazing the, the life I live now of fulfillment and of, of excitement and and just understanding that this is now what I should have been doing all this time but it's it doesn't matter I am where I am right now and it's perfect in terms of there was no right time that this is this is my time now and I, I don't live a life of regret thinking oh if only I'd known about personal development 20 years ago or if I'd known about property 20 years ago it, it wasn't meant to be, you know, it, it is what it is now. And I, I have found that fabulous shelf of, of personal development. And I am so curious to keep on learning and understanding my values is, is where if you really want to sort of know how to, to start, I would look there because when you are living a life in accordance with your values, you, you start to, reduce the levels of conflict in so many different areas the choices are so much easier to make the decisions that you that you need to to to, to sort of get the answers to become almost effortless because those a simple question does this align with my values yes no because you obviously had the, the successful first property podcast and was there a light bulb moment then when you realized that you wanted to create the new focus on why how did you get to that point because it's interesting because you had success with that with the property podcast it was going amazingly well and some would think oh my goodness me she's going to take on i know how much work it takes to do a podcast to then start another one there must have been that drive in you that suddenly thought i've got to do this yeah so actually it was a it, again it was a difficult time because it was right at the beginning of lockdown and i'd spent the last 18 months with my business partner building up a business of property training and we had a network event a physical network event where we had sort of between 50 and 75 people coming every month to it it was really popular we had the podcast and we were doing in-person training days and and workshops with them and i was also doing one-to-one -one sort of coaching sessions and I, we, we got together and it was the beginning of lockdown and 23rd of March, right, what is it that we're going to do? And at that point, my business partner said, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm just not feeling, you know, that it's working for me. And I was like, okay, fine. And obviously there was a sort of real disappointment and, and sort of shock because I wasn't expecting that conversation. 
and I understood that it was the right thing. And, and he, he'd said to me, look at what you're, you're posting about, look at what you're, you're sharing. It's not always about property. In fact, you know, a lot of it is about the personal development and about empowerment of, of understanding what you're doing. And I started to look at that in more detail and he was absolutely right. And he had spotted something that I sort of hadn't. And, you know, I, I, I'm very grateful to him to sort of share that with me and share that insight because sometimes you're so in the frame, you don't see the picture. And so it was a case of recognizing that. And I love the podcasting element. I absolutely, having started it a year beforehand, I was like, I don't want this to go, but maybe property isn't the space that I convey my message in anymore. Maybe it's something else. So I let my sort of subconscious work on that. And, and daily, I was constantly writing loads of notes and brainstorming. And it, I knew that we were going to do a closeout episode a week later. So I had to have this plan. I had to have, understand what, what is it I was going to do to, to take my listeners from that show onto my new show. And I woke up on that morning with the idea of Focus on Why. And I'd done all the branding before we, that afternoon. It was just so clear. Why do people do what they do? Fascination and curious about people in life. It makes perfect sense. Of course, that's what it's going to be. And that was it. The show was the, the sort of in the embryonic stage for a second. It just suddenly just became full of life immediately. I love the fact that you really followed your, your intuition and you really followed that and, and just got on with it without procrastinating. I think it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, the, the podcast itself it speaks for itself, the fact that you are... You can, you can have guests from all different backgrounds, don't you? All walks of life, um, from really high-profile um, people that have done extraordinary things to just everyday people. Um, but we all have this need to find this why. Why, what is the purpose of what we're doing? Without, what, what's it brought to you, do you think, in your life? Now you found your why. What's the, what's the benefits it's brought to you? Oh, I, I, I understand now the thread of life of me all the collection of memories and stories and actions i've taken over the years never really understood how they all slotted in how they all made me who i am and and i had never really felt that i i belonged in any particular one space and now i understand that's because for me i crave diversity i absolutely love variety and so I didn't want to be pigeonholed. I didn't want to go into a space where I was known for that particular industry because I loved going across all industries. And if I look back to my first big job, I was a recruitment consultant. So I was working for a company, but I had the freedom and the flexibility to run my own desk. And I had temps working out each day in London. And I ran a team of of other consultants. And between us, we had over 400 temps out, each working in different roles. Now that is absolutely 100% describes how I love it. I love to have the flexibility and the freedom to work in my own time, in my own way. I also have the flexibility of working with different people all the time. And then having all these different people coming in to interview them and then to place them in these roles. So for me, actually, you know, looking back, it's easy. I, I stepped into this role and actually, again, it was an accidental role. I, I'd registered as a temp myself and then got asked to come and work for that company. So I hadn't planned it. And, you know, it's just one of those things. I love diversity. I love seeing the ways that people 
have different skills and I would recognize very quickly people's superpowers when I when as soon as they stepped in and we had that interview and they were very fast I knew exactly where they would work and how they would fit into those companies and again that's that's now when I'm working with people I help them to recognize their superpowers and their strengths and help them to to reveal to themselves their values so it, it all makes sense now but you know at the time I had absolutely no idea what I <laughs> what, what was going on and what my purpose was in life and I'm sat here now whilst I'm listening to you thinking, okay, I've got to start thinking about what mine, mine has been. I'm sure people will be listening, thinking about their path. It's really interesting. And obviously, you know, you've had so much experience in the interviewing side of it as well that you've now brought to the table with podcasting. So how comfortable are you being the, the front of all this though? Because you are so much more visible and you've taken on this role and you're getting your voice heard, which is amazing. But how easy has that been? It's a great question. And at the beginning, I had that whole, who am I to launch this podcast? You know, you know, it's a really big question, Amy. It's a really big area you're dealing with. You know, who are you to be that authority in that space? And I thought, well, uh, hang on a minute. This is, this is a question that everybody has in life. And why not? Why not me? Why not me being this person that can invite other people onto the show to share their why? And it just made so much sense. And by the time I launched the show, I'd already recorded 30 episodes. And I knew before that launch date that there was something very special. And I was, I was so excited to share that. And the confidence grew every interview. Every interview I had was so different and so unique. And again, that is just you know what I'm advocating here, that we are all unique and that there is no one solution. We all get to choose and create our own purpose in life and it was it I felt like I was I had this sort of golden treasure chest with all these different jewels in and I was able to sort of take one out at a time and share that with other people and it's just so special because I, yeah I didn't actually struggle with the visibility side of that because it I could hide a little bit behind the guests but then in, interspersed with that I have my own reflections episodes, which are much more around about my reflections on those episodes. And they do reveal the more vulnerable side of me in them. And I can explore that even more now that I, I gather more confidence as I'm going on. But yeah, it was, it felt right. It, it was, I can't just explain it. It wasn't ever really, it was a fleeting moment at right at the beginning, who am I to do this? And then it was, you know, straight away batted right down, like, no, you're doing this and this is going to help people. And that was the focus was always that there was going to be value for the audience. And I'm guessing that you have, and it's so easy, this, this term of finding your passion and purpose is banded around, but I guess because you have found this real sense of purpose, then that overrides any fears that you, that, that come up along the journey, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the piece, I'll talk about it again, but the piece around the values and recognizing your strengths and then seeing how they've, they've threaded through all of these elements in your life and that they have compounded to get to where you are now. And there have been lessons, there have been failures, there have been successes, but all of those come together and all of those memories, you know, they serve you in so many different ways. And it's funny because the more I get asked to share on interviews and talk about this, the more sort of little stories and little moments come through. And again, they, you know, they are just as important as the bigger sort of 
center stage stories that I have that I've shared because it, you know, that that's those strands of, of, for me, you know, achievement is important, not just from the perspective of the winning side of things, but it's the, it's the understanding of making sure that you do achieve and, and get recognized for things in life. And so it's not about me achieving, it's about helping others to achieve as well. And I have such a, a, a strong desire for brilliance and brilliance in, and again, it's, it's in that ability to shine and helping other people to shine. And because of that reward that you get and the, the fulfillment that you reach when you do so, so the, my podcast is perfect forum for me to bring other people on and allowing them to shine in their space, in a safe space that we create together. I can imagine this, Ollie, you know, I, I, I can imagine you doing a TED talk on this, Amy, because you put it across so eloquently. Do you have, you know, larger goals? Do you, how, are you dreaming big about where you can take this now? It's, it's, yeah, interesting question, Rachel, because what happened was I was reading The Miracle Morning back in December 2016 and I closed the book and I just turned to my husband and I said I've just had a vision of me standing in front of 10,000 people I can see myself there I can see myself really clearly and I don't know why I'm on that stage and I don't know what I'm saying because that has yet to come and now I feel that that has come and that I now do have something to share. So when you say, I can see you doing a TEDx, maybe there is that in, in, in the future. But it wasn't, it wasn't so much that it was about the me. Again, it was about the audience. It was about, I knew that that audience needed to hear something and that I had that ability to convey that message. So that was, from, from my perspective, again, it's that connectedness and the the need that I have, the deep desire that I have within me to connect people and being connected to a diverse world to bring everyone together is, is, you know, a really strong pull for me. Yeah. I just, I love, I love what you're doing. I love your mission and it comes across, you know, so passionately uh, that it's, you know, I can't tell people to go and listen to it enough because it's addictive. Um, but how important has mentors and other people in your life, your circle around you, how important have they played in you? Because I think sometimes when, as, we're, as we're growing, um, we almost don't like to admit that we're getting outside help from other people because it's always that societal thing of you know, not, not, not asking for help or not admitting that we're having help along the way. But how important has networking and mentors um, and connecting with people that have been able to support you been in your journey? Really, really important. And actually the one of my greatest learnings in life is to be able to admit to ask for help mm. and the moment that i uh, that i was able to do that was yet the day that I, I then started to really fly to be fair mm. instead of trying to do things all on my own trying to to learn how to do things on my own and thinking that if i didn't should sort of say oh I don't know how to do that that people would judge me now I, I'm completely the opposite I'm the first to put my hand up and say sorry can you just explain that again please because I have no idea what you're you're talking about and it, because yeah. you know we don't it's the whole um, sort of Shakespeare says it best you know the fool does, um, does think he's wise but the wise man knows himself to be a fool and that that is perfect for me to explain that I know 
that I don't know everything and I'm very comfortable in that space. And that is obviously in my whole quest for the focus on why and to understand more about meaning in life, that is a lifelong journey for me. And I know I'm a lifelong learner. And as a midlife beginner, I, I can only sort of advocate enough the, the power of mentoring, coaching and peer help. I'm in several masterminds and they're in, with people from very different spaces and backgrounds and different thinking. A lot of people think, oh, it's really good to be surrounded by like-minded individuals. Actually, it's really good to be surrounded by people who don't think like you, who have that diverse way of thinking. And one of the things that I, I one of the exercises I've done is have my wealth dynamics, uh, understand what they are. So I'm a star and I have two sorts of either size subsidiaries, which are creator and supporter. And I know that in my whole sort of dynamic, my sort of working triangle to look for other people that will help me with being my element, my star element. And one of that is to have a Lord and one is to have a deal maker. So my sort of immediate network, those two people feature very high in my life and they really help me to, to function in, in areas of business, but also in, in sort of connecting with other people. And that for me has been invaluable. But yes, at every stage I have had a coach, I've had a mentor and they have changed as I've grown. I've gone up a level and I've asked other people to help me as, I, as I've improved. So yeah, I, I think it's, it's just totally invaluable to ask for help and, and get support. Yeah, and like you said, you know, midlife is such an exciting, it can be such an exciting time, can't it? So how do you feel about midlife and, and aging and the way society perhaps um, represents midlife women? Because I don't necessarily think the two um, correlate the way the media represents us and actually what's going on out there in the real world. It's really interesting because I, I was reading uh, that a lot of, entrepreneurs now the average age is 40 and the media tends to sort of have that sort of understanding or, or, or sort of bias towards the, these young entrepreneurs but actually they are there are a lot fewer younger entrepreneurs than there are midlife entrepreneurs and the the 45 year old plus are the leaders of the majority of the startup entrepreneur businesses so i'm a massive massive advocate of midlife beginnings and having started several different businesses some have not been successful and some have and I, that's okay I, i'm comfortable with you know the, the variety but now i know what it is that i am doing that is just absolutely flying and being in the right space at this time of my life and with children you know they're 18 they're 15 they're, they're pretty independent and they're, they're doing their own things and they've got their own ways of living so as a, as a family dynamic, I have so much more time and space to be able to entertain my own desires more so. And again, you know, I don't regret not having done property or starting businesses 20 years ago because I feel that now is my time. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, well, I am excited to watch the rest of your journey grow, Amy, because I know that you're going to go on and do so many more exciting things. But thank you so much for sharing your story. It's been amazing to talk to you. So for people that might want to know more about how they can work with you, where's the best place to find you? Go to amyrolinson.com and then you can connect with me on all social media from there. And yes, I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. But if you go to amy, amyrolinson.com, you'll find all of the links there.
Brilliant. And the last question that I ask all my guests, because I'm really trying to encourage us all to be a lot kinder to ourselves. So if you were to pay yourself a compliment, what would it be? I love that question. Pay myself a compliment. You have got me there, though. I would, you know, I would say a lot of people compliment me on my smile. And I would just remind myself that your smile changes lives because people will take that energy into their own lives. So keep on smiling. What a perfect way to end this interview. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolute pleasure to talk to you. And I will put all your details so that everyone can come and find you. So thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed the interview with Amy Rowlinson and I'm sure I'm not the only one that has now been left thinking about exactly what is their why. Um, I think I'm fairly sure on what mine is, but I, I'm going to be going to delve deeper into that one. Um, perhaps I'll let you know how I get on next week. But what's your why? What's your purpose? What's driving you right now? I'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch. You can find me at rachel at arsthebubblepodcast.com. So um, that would be great to hear from anybody. But what's your why? And I would recommend that you go and listen to Amy's amazing Focus on Why podcast. It really is amazing. And there's so many great inspiring women out there doing podcasts at the moment. Um, it's really great to see the women coming through because it has up until now been a very male orientated um, arena. So there's so many women out there now doing some fantastic work on podcasts. So definitely go and check out Focus on Why and have a think about what your why is. And I will be back next week with some more inspiration for you all. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Out of the Bubble podcast. I hope you found lots of inspiration and it's left you with some midlife food for thought. How would you compliment yourself? I'd love to hear from you so I can share some love for all you women over 40. Please get in touch. Email me, rachel at outofthebubblepodcast.com. You can also come and join the Facebook page at Step Out of the Bubble. I'll be back next Monday, but in the meantime, keep being fabulous. <laughs>